This week on One Body Stewarding God's Creation, Corey Munch talks about how Catholic Radio has enriched his life. Has Catholic Radio enriched your life too? How can you share with others about Catholic Radio? Let's find out. Corey is being interviewed by Divine Mercy Radio's on-air host, Ken Billinger. We welcome in Corey Munch, a member of Divine Mercy Radio's board of directors. He and his wife, Pam, are owners of Service Master Clean of Hayes and underwrite uh, the programming on Divine Mercy Radio. Corey and Pam are the proud parents of three boys, Leighton, Josh, and Landon. And we welcome in Corey Munch. Good morning, Ken. Uh, how are you? Good to have you back. Good again. to see you. It's always <laughs> great to have you come in. And we're going to talk about how Catholic Radio has enriched your faith. And and it's always it's always enlightening to hear stories like this because Catholic Radio has had such a great effect on people. And so we'll, we'll talk about that today. Let's start, though, first with your background. How was faith shared with you as you, you were growing up? Well, I was uh, uh, raised uh, in, by a Catholic uh, mom and dad family in Ness City, and the Catholic faith was uh, just pretty much part of our lives and didn't get outside of that circle much. Uh, I went to Catholic grade school first through eighth grade, and then from that point went to a public high school. But Catholic faith was just assumed uh, in my life. I mean, it was very important, but... Um, you know, it wasn't uh, something that I guess I, I I thought everybody was Catholic until I got into high school, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> so Yeah. Now, growing up in Victoria, 100% Catholic when I was a kid, I was the same way. It's like Protestants could have had two heads. I didn't know one. So it was, yeah, I just I didn't know it either. So I, I understand that. So was there a point or a circumstance that happened, you know, over did this happen over time that you really found yourself wanting to know more about the faith? Or was it an instance, something that happened to you that made you want to really learn more? Or what, what was it that really piqued your interest in the faith? I'm going to start kind of when I was small. Um, I mentioned, you know, growing up Catholic, but I remember how important it was to my parents, and I really want to give them the credit because they were the stability in the faith for me. I mean, I, you know, seen them. Dad, dad, and mom both were very uh, part of the church. They were very active. Dad was a knight at Columbus, uh, sang in the choir. Mom was part of the ladies. Guild there, and it just it as a as a young child growing up with that, it just really set a precedence in my life. But as I got older, those things just didn't seem that important, and wasn't probably until I started having children that I started making efforts to be active in church at a young age of 24, 25, and and having our first children and makes you think twice, which brought me closer to Christ, but I got to tell you, Ken, it wasn't, it, I mean, I was 100% Catholic, but it was not something that I wanted to share. And in fact, I was just talking to Les right outside before we came in. If a conversation would come up about the faith, I would shy away because I didn't know it, mm-hmm. other than, you know, what I was taught in grade school, and a lot of those things were forgotten. But man, Catholic radio just opened my eyes to so many things. And a little story on that is when Catholic Radio started, prior to that, I listened to Christian Radio, which was good. 
but obviously Christian radio never got into a lot of the educational information about mm-hmm. the Catholic faith and how far back it goes and you know didn't talk about a lot of our sacraments didn't talk a lot about you know the magisterium and the church so forth when Catholic radio happened my eyes were opened and I was in awe to be quite honest with you mm-hmm. as looking at that and it was from that point on I've told Donetta as well it, it just it opened so many doors for me in my faith and spiritual growth well the actually divine mercy radio began broadcasting in december of 2010 december 20th to be exact just before christmas 2010 so was i know you said you listened to christian radio before but did you begin as soon as catholic radio was on were you listening or when when did you begin to actually listen to catholic radio was it about that time or it was uh, a little story my sister was talking to me about mother angelica's program that was on it i think it was 10 o'clock at that time and this was back in 2000 probably early part of 2011, and I, I seen that uh, KVDM started in 2010. Um, so I would listen parts and pieces of it. So anyway, my, my sister challenged me to listen to Mother Angelica, and I turned it on. One day I was ri- driving, and I turned it on, and I caught a little bit of it, and I was just kind of laughing at it, thinking, there's no way I can listen to an hour of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. turned it off, but... I got to tell you, it something stuck in me that she said, and and started, and so probably a few days later, I got back on the road and I turned it on again, and she was on, and I started listening, and it just, it just I just thought, wow, this is good stuff, mm. and it was the beginning for me. Yeah, I only listen to Catholic radio now. That's really kind of how I am. I just there's so much there's so much good stuff on Catholic radio. I've learned so much from the faith, and I always call Catholic radio the uh, ca- kind of like a Catholic university on wheels. When you can listen in your car, you can hear things, and you can learn. There's so many great programs. The faith is so deep and so rich that I don't think we ever stop learning. So, you know, I could turn Catholic radio on and hear Dr. David Anders or somebody like that, and mm-hmm. and go, wow, I didn't know that or you know and here's a guy who is from calvin to catholic is his website he's it was calvinist and became catholic and he is such an incredibly intelligent guy very intellectual guy and uh but but he has and he has the ability to answer questions in a in a pretty um uh, charitable way because sometimes people will come at him with with things and uh, he is probably the most humble guy on catholic radio that was the other thing that i learned about him and so Catholic Ray, and that's just one, there are many, obviously, right. but, but um, I agree. There's so many different things, so many aspects of our faith that we can learn through Catholic Radio. So obviously that helped to help your Catholic faith to grow, but did that also, I'm assuming that also led to other things, uh, growth in your spiritual life as well. So maybe share your thoughts there. Um, so going back, you know, being a Catholic many times, I would be caught in a conversation about my faith, and I couldn't answer a lot of questions because I didn't know it. Uh, so, you know, I just kind of would shy away from things like that, and um, I felt pretty comfortable in my faith is because I wasn't going outside the box. And Catholic Radio, I'm starting to learn about the richness of our faith, just kept me hungry for more information. And Catholic Radio, fulfilled all of those areas 
you know, I'm, I'm going to talk more about Catholic Answers was one of the programs <clears throat> that I really hooked on to because there were so many questions that I had that were being asked by the callers. And they answered him so nicely. And then you mentioned um, Dr. Anders' called to communion. But I didn't come on to his show or start listening to his show until a little later. But Catholic Answers was, was the, the big program that really right. catalyst for me. Uh, that, it was for me, too. That's really where I started. And, and because, in fact, you mentioned Catholic Answers. I kind of laugh because when I first started to, doing the, the, the carathons here, I would drive back to my buddy's house. I stayed in Victoria. And he would, he always, he loves to cook, so he's making dinner. And um, I said, well, I'll be back. You know, I should be back by about 6.30. Well, Catholic Answers goes till 7, and there were times I was sitting in the driveway, and he came out one time. He said, what are you doing? I got dinner ready here. I get, <laughs> you know, and I was listening to Catholic Answers. I, I, I was kind of, you know, I was just really in, ingrained in what was going on and wanted to hear some answers and things they were talking about. So that was certainly, for me, one of the first shows on Catholic radio that really affected me, and there's been several. But, Corey, after listening, you talked about initially listening to Mother Angelica, and I was kind of the same way. Her wisdom and insight's really pretty amazing, but I think, for me, it took a little bit to get used to, to her. Yeah. I, I, and when I'd see her, uh, I'd look and listen to her, she sounded very much like one of my grade school teachers, Sister Consolata, uh, who was a, who was a Saint a- Sisters of St. Agnes nun. Uh, and, um, and so I, every time I see her, I think of Sister Consolata for whatever reason. But, but uh, after you started listening, and when did you decide that you wanted to support the station through underwriting, and, and how has that affected your business as well? Right after I started listening, it wasn't just Mother Angelica's program that I started listening to. I just kept the radio on all the time on Catholic radio and listening to all the other programs. And, you know, it's one of those things, Ken, where you feel like this is good stuff. I want to support it. I want to be part of it. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it was just a few months after I started listening that I uh, contacted uh, Donetta and, and got got some information on what it you know cost to be an underwriter and so forth once we did that you know that's been we've been doing that since you know 2011 i just looked before i came in this morning which i don't remember that stuff unless i do yeah but it's it's just it's been for me a great thing not only uh, personally supporting a radio station such as this but also for the business as well and we don't track it a lot, but um, I just know that it has, when I think of all the customers that we have gotten and have mentioned to us that they heard us on KBDM, uh, our sponsorship, that um, that helps a lot. Yeah. But uh, supporting Catholic Radio, I don't know, it just... it just leads to other things, uh, you know, uh, has helped me embrace my faith, Ken, embrace our church, our parish, supporting wise financially wise being more active it just leads to so many more things and uh, knowing more about your faith is so so important as you grow and uh, that has happened with us one of the things you you mentioned there with even with growing in your church community and your parish i think that's the uh 
obviously that's one of the other things. Sometimes priests that, uh, and we're blessed because our priests here are very supportive of Catholic Radio and know how how Catholic Radio can really actually enhance the tithing at the parishes, which Catholic Radio does. Those that give to Catholic Radio tend to be more generous in tithing to their parishes. And that's, uh, you know, it's a statistic a lot of people may not be aware of. But the other thing is, obviously, we've had we had so many priests that that really truly embrace Catholic radio and support it, and that really makes a big difference in so many different ways. Because obviously, if if people are learning about the faith, they're going to become better Catholics. They're going to become more involved in their parishes, and and really, uh, that becomes a bigger part of their life. You know, there's some statistics about why Catholic radio is necessary when we look at some of the numbers here. And, and this is a statistic. I, these are some a few of these I have not seen before, so this is new to me. But 10% of lay religious Catholic teachers accept church teaching on contraception. 10%. It's amazing. It really is. I would have thought that number was at least 50, but it's hard to believe that. 53% of Catholics believe a Catholic can have an abortion and remain a good Catholic. And I think the other thing, part of the part of the issue, and I think this, again, is where Catholic radio is powerful, because obviously with the movie Unplanned being out right now, we're hearing more and more people are, are, people are seeing the movie. They're hearing more and more about late-term abortions and things like that that they just never really thought of before. I think a lot of it for Catholics, that that 53%, I would say many of those are not even aware of just what, you know, I mean, if they've been exposed to the movie Unplanned or have heard about the whole late-term abortion thing and the issues in Virginia, a lot of Catholics are waking up saying, I didn't even... I didn't even really think about it. I didn't really know that. And so let's hope because of that, that 53% drops dramatically because, um, and again, Catholic radio that brings a lot of this to light. Like the um, that movie, Unplanned, we went to um, to it when the church sponsored it. St. Nick's Knights of Columbus sponsored the movie. I got to tell you, we've been in several of our small Bible groups and the people that have went to that movie were in shock just because they didn't know. And (laughs) I think that's pretty much the, the answer for a lot of things that we're learning through Catholic Radio about our faith. And the people that are working so hard our priests, our bishops, you know, obviously our Pope, uh, but the lay people as well that are, are working so hard to get that message out there. Uh, it's so important. The numbers that we look at today, some statistics about why we need Catholic radio. People have, you know, we hear the statistics of marriages that are saved, lives that are saved. I think 13% of marriages saved because of Catholic radio. 3% of the people that listen to Catholic radio were considering committing suicide. And something they heard on Catholic radio, you know, caught them, caught their ear, and they they changed their mind and are, are, you know, beginning, many beginning to say, they say grow in their faith because of Catholic radio. There's, I think, 97% of people who say who listen to Catholic radio say they learn something about it. And I would, you know, I can imagine that. I know there's a number of 
families that talk about being able to share their faith with their family because of Catholic Radio. There was a story, one of the stories I love about Catholic Radio was, a, and this was a, a young, uh, or was a mom who was driving the kids to school. She had Catholic Radio on, but she was talking to one of the other, one of the children, mm-hmm. and one of the kids in the back was listening to Catholic Radio and said, Mom, can you be quiet? I'm trying to hear Catholic Radio. So we have to understand, you know, kids are, they're going to pick up on these things when they're listening. And so there's power in Catholic Radio, and we, we, we know that it can just make an, a huge difference, a difference in the lives of so many people. But we're looking at the statistics this morning. 65% of Catholics believe that uh, they can divorce and remarry. So when we look at those numbers, 77% of Catholics believe one can be a good Catholic without going to Mass on Sunday. That statistic uh, hits home with me because I have family member that thinks that. And his comment to me when I invite him to church or to go to church with me is, you know, that I just I have time with God in my own my own time and I don't need to go to church. And but he'll stand up and fight for him being a Catholic all day long. Mm-hmm. But Catholic Radio has taught me just the programming that I listen to, the the apologetics part of it has taught me to be able to have a talk and not an argument maybe have a debate but not an mm-hmm. argument right in the right way in a in a very very humbly humbling way and that is that is big for me because i used to not be able to to do that i'd get mad and and say things that i shouldn't say mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> so right there with you <laughs> yeah so that um, that has been in listening to the programming on on uh, kvdm is has helped me in so many ways in in that and a, a quick story on the listening to radio, I've had that happen to me where I've had my boys in the vehicle and we're driving from a restaurant or something and we pull in the garage and it was Catholic Answers that was on and uh, Trent Horn and he had a, had a caller about um, you know being Catholic and, and why that's so important and I was getting ready to shut the vehicle off and my boys said, no dad, leave it on, I want to listen to the answer. So. That, that's true. That's very, yeah. very true. That's a great, great to hear stories like that. One of the things, you know, we talk about Mass on Sunday, and I, I have a friend who, who was teaching um, a religion class at, at one of the parishes in, in, um, in, in Shawnee, actually, and he said, when he talks to the kids, one of the things he talks about is he said, if I gave you $168 and I said, I just want $1 back, would you, would you take that deal? And... Um, all the kids go, well, yeah, that's that's awesome. And and he I mean, this is bare minimum. But we talk about going to mass on Sunday. He said, well, there's one hundred sixty eight hours in the week and all God is asking to give us give him one hour going to mass. Now, we want to give him more than that. But re- the reality is, is that one hour at mass is something that, you know, and that the church, we are our Catholic faith faith as a community we we need to be in community we we thrive when we're in community so taking that opportunity to go to mass and um you know and for me it's like i want to get to mass more than just on sundays if i can get the daily mass i want to get the daily mass Um, but but that's really when we think about it 168 hours in a week one hour but yet we still can't seem to make time for that that's and, incredible. And, yeah. When you think of everything we have today hmm. uh, in our lives and jobs and families, and I just, uh, I am in awe when I, when I do adoration, just looking at 
the Blessed Sacrament, uh, the body of Jesus, and, and just thank him over and over for everything that I have and, and what can I do. And obviously, going to Mass is my highlight. I, since I've listened to Catholic Radio, it had a big part of I go to weekday Mass at St. Nick's on Wednesdays and Fridays, and um, it, it'd be, it's my highlight. And, um, and then I used to, I mean, I would have never considered adoration until Catholic Radio put that in my mind and my heart, and that has just in- incredible benefits for me. Yeah. So it's just one thing leads to another, Ken. It it really does. I was thinking about that yesterday. I was in, uh, and I try to get to the Adoration Chapel before I come and go on the air in the morning. Uh, I love the Adoration Chapel here. But it was funny because, and I don't know how many years ago it was, but Bob Photo came in to talk about adoration. It might have been six or seven years ago, uh, early on in, in doing the, the, the carathons. And I was one that, I really didn't do adoration back then. It was before I was discerning the diaconate and just really before any of that. And um, Bob came in and talked about adoration. And there was I don't know what it was that he said. There was something he said, something that resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And I began to to realize, okay, I need to I need to look closer at this. And I and now I I mean I can't get enough of adoration. If I I. I Fortunately, at, at the radio station that I work at, Catholic Radio, we were blessed to have a chapel right there, an adoration chapel, so I can walk down the hall. I have no excuse. I can walk down the hall and go to chapel. And so yesterday, I'm at, at the adoration chapel yesterday morning, and at 6 o'clock, in walks Bob Photo. And I shake his hand firmly, and I just think, it's because of you that I've really, that he really got me connected to to adoration and um, I just I think about how much I've been enriched coming back here to do to to do the pledge drives Catholic radio the people I've interviewed and talked to the inspiration that I get Mm -hmm. and that's a big part of my formation and I'm so blessed and so thankful that I've had that opportunity we need to take a short break right now but stay tuned to Divine Mercy Radio we'll be right back with more about how Catholic radio has enriched my life with Corey Munch We're back on One Body, Stewarding God's Creation. One body. With Corey Munch. One body, stewarding God's creation. How Catholic Radio has enriched my life. Ken Billinger conducts the interview. We're talking about how Catholic Radio has enriched uh, uh, the faith of Corey Munch here this morning. Now we are talking about um, just really some statistics about why Catholic Radio is necessary. This is one that I've been aware of for a number of years, that 70% do not believe the Eucharist to be Jesus' most precious body, blood, soul, and divinity. Wow. Um, and it's really, that one is, is, is just hard for me to believe. And I think part of that is, again, just as we grow in the faith, as we spend time in adoration, that is going to change, I can tell you. And so, you know, it's interesting because I think Gallup did this survey maybe back in 92 or 94. I don't know exactly when. 
that as Catholics were, were coming out of Mass saying, was this, do you truly believe it was the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ? And to believe that there was th- only 30% said, yes, that's what I believe. It, it's really kind of hard, hard to believe. And I go back to John's, John's gospel where Christ is talking about, you must eat my flesh, you must drink my blood. And he lost disciples over it, right? But he didn't say, hey, come back here. I'm just speaking symbolically. Mm-hmm. He kept going. He kept talking about, you must eat my flesh, you must drink my blood. And I think the beauty of the, the sacrament of, of the Eucharist there's two miracles that happen here. I mean, this is, we see the the elements, we see what we what we receive as, yes, it is a wafer. We see the what we drink, the Christ's blood, we see it as wine. But part of that is, I think, the, the, the mystery, not only the mystery, but the, the gift that God gives us. If we had to go up and receive and it was hu- true human flesh, we couldn't do it. We could not, we could not, I mean, who who would be able to do that? We would we would say, no, I can't. That's but God gives us the gift through the Eucharist, and where that is, that transubstantiation happens, and we're able to receive it. What a gift that is! And so sometimes we just people think of it as just wafer and wine, and that's it's sad because there's much more to that. I'd just I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. What you just <clears throat> said is beautiful, Ken. I think you explained it very very well. I, unfortunately, would have to hold my hand up when I, I, I mean, I, growing up Catholic, I, I, you know, I was told that that's the body and blood of, you know, Jesus Christ, and I, I would have learned that in grade school, uh, in religion class, until I embraced that and totally believed it with my heart and soul. That's due to my coming to know my faith and to owning. I know owning my faith. I know Cody talked about that last hour, is to embracing your faith and owning it. That for me happened after I started listening to Catholic radio. And then that led to Bishop Barron's Catholicism series and his uh, episode, I think it's seven, where he talks about transubstantiation and the actual body and blood of Jesus Christ in the Mass just put me over the top. Mm-hmm. And now, when I go to church, when I go to Mass, it's it's incredible uh, how I feel. And, I, you know, this has been going on for, you know, 10 years now. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe I didn't know that before. And, you know, Jesus talks about when crops are right or the harvest is ripe, well, that, you know, and it's a journey. It's a journey for everybody. And you need help on that journey. And again, Catholic Radio was that help for me. Yeah. And it just, it came to fruition for me. Well, um, and one of the other things that I, you know, when as I'm thinking about this, uh, for people, maybe somebody, maybe you're listening and struggling with the fact that this is truly the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. I encourage you to even read on the Eucharistic Miracles. Stories of the Eucharist, maybe the, I'm trying to think, Lanciano, Italy, that particular um, miracle of the Eucharist. Um, it, was a, it was a priest that basically said, God, God, I'm not sure if I believe that this is mm-hmm. truly Christ. And then this miracle happened. And that, I mean, it's, it, there, are, 
there are scientists who looked at this who were no part of the church and said this is this is human flesh this is this is like heart tissue this is human flesh so that's an, a story to check out certainly but i had a my one of my past spiritual directors father alessandro baraccia he's a he is a um Apostles of the Interior Life priest, an Italian priest, and he's he's here in the United States now. He probably one of the most beautiful things that really brought to light and helped me understand not only transfigure the transubstantiation, but trans the transfiguration. Mm-hmm. And he said this in a, in a homily, and I thought it was beautiful. And I, I hope people can connect to this. But he said, in transubstantiation, we saw in the transubstantiation we see the body and the blood of Christ. We see that wafer. We see the wine. We see the priest lifted up. And although it looks the same on the outside, it is changed on the inside. And he said with the transfiguration, we see Christ glowing the white, the white, dazzling white. Mm -hmm. Christ is the same on the inside, but we see the change on the outside. And when I really thought about that, I thought that's really beautiful. We, but we do not we do not see it because we can't we couldn't we couldn't handle handle it just like I said. If, but it, a wafer and wine we can we can. And I think the other thing we have to understand is God is God. He can do anything. So why would we limit and say this can't be, you know, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ? God can do anything. We're limiting how we think God can work by saying, well, I don't know if that could really be it. And it's through the through that. I mean, the epiclesis during the mass, when 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 the priest calls down the Holy Spirit and to accept these gifts, that they may become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. We can't put our limits on God. Mm-hmm. And so, this is I I just if people would truly understand the Eucharist and and again going going to adoration, all of these things. There are so many. So many miracles because of the Eucharist. And so I encourage people to research. And now I'm going to go to the dark side for a minute okay. just to try to make a point. This is to make a point. Obviously, we've heard of the Black Mass, the mm-hmm. Satanic Black Mass. In fact, um, Archbishop Coakley in, in Oklahoma City a few years ago was dealing with that. Mm-hmm. What For a Black Mass to happen, they need a consecrated host. That's the way a black mass happens. Mm-hmm. What is the significance of that? If that's if, if 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 it's just a wafer, if it's just bread and it's just wine, and it's there's no no significance to that other than it's a, it's symbolic. Why would they need that for a black mass? They want a consecrated host. Right. They don't want just a piece of bread. They want consecrated host. They'll try all means to get to that. That's why our blessed sacrament is in the tabernacle under lock and key it's protected and so you know again looking at it from even the dark side why 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 is that with satanic worship so i think when you put all these things together you go okay well there's something to this right Mm -hmm. um and anyway i i always kind of hate to go there but i want people to really understand that this is the real deal yeah you know you want to defend it because you believe in it and you know that it's true. And as a Eucharistic minister at St. Nicholas, uh, my wife and I, as I'm getting ready to go up, I, I just feel so not worthy mm. to to distribute the blessed blood, blessed body of our Lord. And um, and and I look around as I as we get ready to go up for communion, and I and I think, does everybody know what they're receiving? And you know, I've heard it say from uh, from Protestant friends, you know. You don't really believe that that's the body, because if it were, you would be at mass every every day, every day, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's true. 
but I do believe. Yeah. And uh, that has just so uh, the spiritual growth in that is just for me has just grown tremendously. Absolutely. We're talking on how Catholic radio has enriched uh, Corey's faith today. The just looking at some of the numbers and the importance of Catholic radio, I think this is one that's, that's very important. 400,000 Catholics in the U.S. left the faith in 2007. You know, we look at that. We know that there's many people coming into the faith at the Easter Vigil, uh, which is a great thing. But we also know that Catholic Radio, and I, I mean, this is one number I do know, that the, because of people that maybe have left the faith, there are many that do come back to the faith because they've heard something that sparks them uh, by listening to Catholic Radio. You know, going back to the Eucharist before we leave that, made me realize how important our priests and bishops and, and, and our clergy is, because without our priest, we wouldn't have, you know, the the transubstantiation that right. that happens at mass so you know i pray for our priests in in this in the world all the time you know and, and recently with all of the media coverage of the, the the sex scandal and everything in the catholic church has just empowered me to be more prayerful right and i think what we have to do is as i mentioned i think i said this yesterday we have to pray for those priests but we also have to pray for the 99.9 percent of the priests who are faithfully living out their 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 life as a priest in the catholic faith uh because it's so important because they do need our prayers i'm sure that you know today for a priest to walk out in public and maybe go to an airport or somewhere else they become targets of people lashing out at them mm -hmm. and calling them, you know, different things. So we have to always keep our priests in prayer. We have so many wonderful priests and to help them to, to make make it through because it's got to be a struggle at times. And I know that um, it's uh, one of those things that we sometimes we don't think about that. We're that we were living our lives, but knowing that the priests sometimes when they're out in public, they're dealing with, you know, ridicule and other things that are happening. So we have to always keep them in prayer as well. I think that's an excellent point, and and I'm yeah I, I agree. I pray for our priests, and we 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 have to be doing that. We want to pray for our priests and bishops, and our pope, and and it's important that we're doing that every day. So, Corey, if you if we were to ask you what the number one reason people why people should listen to Catholic radio, what would that be? Would you say it, it is by all means this to to learn and know your faith the educational part of it and the spiritual growth that you get by knowing you know the sacraments um you know were so i was so unassuming of what the sacraments provided for me spiritually confession has become an incredible sacrament uh, obviously receiving the body and blood of our lord but there are so many others and catholic radio just puts on spotlight those sacraments so many times and I learn more about that which makes me want hunger for myself to dive into that where whether it's through the scriptures or through um, our church fathers books I love to read and it just it just leads to the educational part of it the spiritual growth and another thing I want to mention <laughs> with Catholic radio is the news Anymore, we live in a, in a world with social media and news that are so biased. Mm. I cannot tell you how many times I have just turned away from the TV because I am so tired of listening to that. So 
I have become a big fan of EWTN news that I hear on Catholic radio. And that's the only news I'll really listen to anymore. Right. I'm exactly the same way, either Teresa Tomrey or Lauren Ashburn, mm-hmm. hearing the news from the Catholic perspective. And it, it's not, you know, people always say, well, it's from a Catholic perspective. Well, yes, it is, but it's the truth. It's not a twisted version of, uh, you know, so many times we deal with that in, in, uh, in the secular world, unfortunately. And I'm not saying all, but a lot of times that is the case. You know, gone are the days of, I think, Walter Cronkite, mm-hmm. who we grew up with and maybe, you know, trusted what we heard today because the secular media has become so liberal with so many things. And again, I'm not picking on entire, there's some good, there's good journalists out there. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm I'm just talking kind of in general terms here. So um, we have to understand that what we get, it's kind of like trash in, trash out, right? We, what we put in our minds. And so if we can fill that with um, things and the, the, the beauty of that, and I want to, I want to really talk about that a bit because just because there is a priest abuse scandal that doesn't mean Catholic News shies away from it. In fact, they hit it hard, they and do. they're saying this has to be fixed. Yes, um, they're not. They're not shying away from anything because it's Catholic News. In fact, I think sometimes Catholic, and when it comes to things of that nature, the Catholic news media is harder on on uh, people than even the the secular media. So that uh, we throw that out the window. That's not ever the case with the Catholic media. Corey, we've got about 10 minutes or so left, so still a little time, but if people are tuning in to Divine Mercy Radio for the first time, what show might you recommend they listen to? There's so many good shows, but maybe starting somewhere, what might that be? Well, we mentioned Catholic Answers and uh, Dr. Anders' program called The Communion, which really answers a lot of, most of all the questions that I've ever had in my, you know, on, on my list. But then, you know, you have Open Line, um, you have Teresa Tamio, you have Women of Grace. I could go on and on. I kind of have the whole um, menu in my mind. <laughs> um, it's, there's, you know, and obviously, Obviously, it's you're not going to be able to listen to it 24/7, but um, you'll pick up programs now and then. And once you, I believe, once you get to listening to it, there'll be a, there'll be some favorites for you. Yeah. Uh, so it just has a whole list of, of of just great Catholic programs for whatever you need. And um, so just tune it in, and I believe that you will be hooked and uh, there there are a number of shows that really have impacted me another show that i really love listening to is the journey home uh, mm-hmm. with marcus grodi just to hear stories of people who have come back to either come back to the faith or have just f- found the faith um, and the guys that i really respect the most i think the biggest challenge are those that are maybe protestant ministers who their living is based on their ministry and whatever church they're pastoring and they decide they realize that they may need to become catholic and really they're giving that up there it's a leap of faith saying okay i'm you know this is my livelihood but i believe so much in the catholic faith that i've got to make the transition i've got to be i've got to convert and now i'm not sure what i'm going to do i mean really if you think about it and there are a lot of pastors who have done that and that's um i i mean i I would think that'd be kind of a scary uh scary move but again trusting in god yeah absolutely when you think about um the great teachers we have with scott hahn and uh, dr anders and a lot of the converts um i mean i could go on and on steve ray i mean and and um you know, uh, all of these guys that have added so much to the faith um, and to learning it and their their journey from 
Protestantism to Catholicism is amazing. And it's it just basically gives us, you know, the hope and, and or the belief that, you know, we are the Catholic faith is the original faith from Christ. And, and um, you know, that that helps. So another thing I want to throw out there is being part of Catholic Radio, I am on the board and I wanted to just talk a little bit about Donetta and Les and how passionate, and I know you know this, Ken, they are so passionate about this radio station and all the money that is uh, pledged and, and given will go to, to great work. It will go to taking Catholic Radio to the next level. And uh, I just wanted to make sure, because being on the board, I see that. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I think they do a great job of is being good stewards of the money. Right. Uh, you know, because with the board and with what they do, you know, that's one thing that I've always been impressed with. You know, radio stations, commercial radio stations, their budgets are pretty big because there's a lot of other advertising dollars coming in. For Catholic radio, it's a very, very much a shoestring budget. And trying to, you know, make make things happen on a very tight budget is, is one thing that they've done a great job of. And we talk always talk about stewardship and being good stewards stewards of our money, and they, they've certainly done that. I know it's interesting because most people who start Catholic radio, and I think Donetta has mentioned it numerous times in the past, if I really knew what I was getting in for, this may not have happened. And the ideal people to start Catholic radio stations, and, and Jack Williams, who is with uh, EWTN, will tell you this, usually people that have never been in radio before, and uh, just, uh, and the, again, and being a non-for-profit station is one, one other thing. And so, um, you know, and not uh, because there is a lot involved. So, you know, kudos to them because it had to start somewhere. And that's that's the thing. And that uh, just, you know, fighting through that and making things happen is, is a beautiful thing. And that's why it we, it's on the air today. So no doubt there's uh, it's got to start somewhere. And, and uh, it's got to start with some the people that have the determination and the tenacity to push through and make it happen because you, you run into all kinds of things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even any time you're dealing with the FCC and the government things, all of the things that have to happen there, it's not an easy it's not an easy uh, way to go for sure. So let's talk about, obviously people can listen to Catholic radio in a, in a bunch of different ways too. And that's, you know, with technology today, it's a beautiful thing because really you can listen to it anywhere. We have, you know, yesterday it was a, you know, we had the, we had the right family on and they were all listening on the app because they were in, in, in Indiana and western Kansas out in Sharon Springs and in Green Bay Wisconsin but with the technology today um, Divine Mercy Radio can be listened to in many places. I use the app a lot when I'm traveling I go outside of our airwaves here and um, so I just grab my phone and stick it on and um, Bluetooth it through my radio wherever I go and of course I, li- I could I could use the EWTN radio app, but I love using the KVDM because it's local. It's local, and yeah. I get to hear a lot of the the voices from the local side as well. Exactly. I think that's one of the best things about it is being able to have that app and listen locally and listen to the things going on. And um, that's certainly one way to do it is with the app. You can find that app uh, in the app store and put it on your phone, download Divine Mercy Radio. Obviously, 88.1 and Hayes and Great Bend. Uh, we've got, you know, it's uh, nice. To, it's kind of interesting that both 
both um, both stations are on the same frequency. Um, the other way is Amazon Echo can do that, and that's a lot of people listen on Amazon Echo now. Enable the Divine Mercy, and basically the first time you set it up, you say enable the Divine Mercy radio skill, and then after that, simply say Alexa, play Divine Mercy radio. Mm-hmm. And it's right there. And then, obviously, on the Internet, go into dvmercy.com, click on the live, Listen Live button is another way that you can listen, too. So lots of different ways to listen to Catholic radio uh, wherever you are. And I know a lot of people tend to uh, may listen to it at work, um, or streaming it on their computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be done and uh, have it low to where they can hear it, but maybe not disturbing some of the coworkers as well. So a lot of different ways to listen. All right. so, and so, Corey, always great to see you and glad you came in to share, but we have a few minutes left. Any any final thoughts or anything? Oh, yeah. I would like to just shout out to people. The only way we're going to get Catholic Radio into other ears is to talk about it, to tell people about it, uh, have them tune in, just kind of like my sister did for me. Mention the programs, humbly talk about, you know, our faith. And um, I just feel like that has just been such a big Catholic Radio has been so big in my life. I, I, that's why I, I, I said to Donetta many times, you know, man, I'd be I'd be good for coming on and talking about it. It's yeah. it's just a passion of mine. And um, you can ask my wife and my children, they'd, they'd say the same thing. Dad, you always have this radio station on. Yeah. And uh, so, but uh, it's it's good. It's, it's so educational. And it's helped me just own my faith. And that's what I would say probably to anybody. As a Catholic, we have such a rich faith and um, you know when you think about everything so uh, Catholic Radio will help you grow spiritually and that's really what it's all about. One of the things I like too obviously coming back I love coming back to do the the carathons but what I love through the carathon week you know we do interrupt normal programming and and ask people to you know share their resources with us to, because that's how we survive is through our listeners but I, the, the real beauty of the carathon week is um, just being able to talk to people like you to be able to talk to other people who share the faith other people who are whether it's laity whether it's priests whether it's bishops whether it's deacons and I learned so much I mean it's impacted me just being able to come back and be on the air and talk with folks here about the Catholic faith and and doing it through means of Catholic radio so um, I'm always so blessed I'm always so you know just every every time I drive home and I think about wow what a great week it was Mm. So I think we're very blessed, and Catholic Radio just does so much. So, Corey, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your passion for Catholic Radio. And we, the more people we get passionate about it, the better it gets, and the more people learn and grow in the Catholic faith. Ken, thank you. It's been nice chatting about it. And, um, you know, I can tell just talking with you how important this is for you as well. And uh, it was my pleasure to come in. Thank you. Thanks so much. Corey Munch, our guest this morning, talking on how Catholic Radio has enriched his faith. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's One Body Stewarding God's Creation show. If you have a comment about today's show, please go to dvmercy.com and click on the One Body icon. The comment button is in the middle of the page. And folks, if you can help keep great shows like this one body show on the air please go to dvmercy.com and click on donate you're listening to divine mercy radio 105.7 kmdg hayes 101.7 
KJDM Lindsberg Salina, 88.1 KRTT Great Band, and 88.1 KBDM Hayes. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. One body, stewarding God's creation.